Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing. And anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 97. Sitting down with uh, the owner, the originator, the creator of Savage Babe, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, her name is Monica Agana, uh, which is a really cool last name, by the way. Oh, I thank you. I meant to tell you that. It sounds epic, like, I don't know, like you would do something awesome, I think. I don't know why. Or Some inspire kind of foreign tribal... Yeah, yeah. Maybe it feels like Moana. And Mo- so- I know I've been called Moana before. Yeah, I like Funny. that. It's one of my one of my most recent favorite movies. We've watched it a million times. But it's a good movie. I have all girls, so we often. Oh, so you have to watch like that. that. But it's a good movie, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me here. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are in uh, Boise, Idaho. But you're worldwide because they can yeah. find you on the web and order stuff. Yes, e-commerce yeah. definitely. So, yeah, we don't. We're not a brick and mortar. No pop up. Well, pop up pop up shops right now. We're working on it. But other than that, like we we focus mainly online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you run that out of like your dwelling? Yes, out of my house. I know people are like when I tell them this that we still run the business out of our house. Um, they think it's crazy because people apparently think we have some kind of huge ass warehouse. Right, but we're only yeah. two years into the business. And um, unless we had like investors or like a huge bank loan, I mean, okay. I don't see that happening. <laughs> right yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Barbell Voodoo is what, six or seven years old now. And just this last year or two, they bought a, a warehouse just because it outgrew Roy's house. Like it was finally, you know, too big to run just out of his house. Congrats. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it does take time. It takes time, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know, why why have the expense if you don't need if you don't if you can know, get by with it yet? You yeah, know? saves costs, right? Yeah, yeah, because they're you know warehouse space is not not cheap. You know? mm-hmm. Well, uh, so tell us about yourself, Monica. Like, what um, where did where did all this come from? Like, how did this birth in you? Like, why is it important for you? What was your life like? You know, kind of growing up. Yes. Yeah. Great question. So, um, Savage Babe did birth in from me from like, I would say. <laughs> such a funny way to say it. it I like funny. Being a female, like that's a super weird way to birth say it. I just, want, I, just, I just want you to know. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I hear you, but yeah, no. Look, yeah. It came out of uh, like a long time coming of a lot of things I dealt with in my childhood. So I'll kind of explain mm-hmm. them first yeah. so it makes yeah. sense. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because some of this stuff might trigger people who are still emotionally maybe um, healing from stuff okay. like this. But I did experience for about seven years a lot of physical abuse um emotional abuse bullying Mm -hmm. lots of trauma basically childhood trauma um that was probably the the hardest time of my life was my childhood um and that slowly over time started showing up in my early 20s just the trauma showing up emotionally i I guess I became really lost in life. I felt stuck. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was always striving for a goal that I couldn't accomplish because I always was making up excuses or sabotaging myself in some way. Um, And I always blamed everybody else except myself until finally, like I hit rock bottom, probably around the age of 26 Mm. and realized that the only person that was really getting in the way was myself and um I was allowing all the things from my past trauma to basically envelope me and keep me stuck like all this insecurities that I developed and things like that and trying to always I guess, be good enough for people, um, achieving goals that necessarily weren't goals that I thought I wanted that would make me happy, but achieving goals based on what I thought other people wanted me to do. Oh, wow. yeah. So I, yeah. So I got like a master's in mathematics. Um, oh, geez. So you're really- like, you're like wicked smart then. <laughs> I was. <laughs> you you lost not- it? What happened? Uh, well, I, I, I guess I was just, thing. Yeah, I, you know, these goals were all like things that I thought I needed to do to basically um, be good enough for like my parents and for the people around me. So then I started doing like bodybuilding competitions as well, because I just wanted to like, be good enough for people and inspire them in some way. Uh, So was, was this, I mean, you know, feel free to avoid this question. But like, was, was the abuse your, was that mainly peer-based? Was that at home? Like, what, where was that happening for you? Or was it all the places? A lot, like, all the places. Yeah. Okay. Babysitters, school, home. Wow. I basically didn't feel like I had anyone. Um, and, yeah. And then people who weren't uh, part of the abusing was they were bystanders, but they also weren't like helping me. So yeah, yeah. it was also like, yeah, just bystanders, people just watching me take so it. There, there were people there that could have been advocates for you that did not. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it happened everywhere. And then I, not just it happening to me, I saw it happening to others too for a long time. Like I grew up around abuse. That's what I thought was normal for a long time so was it like a like a cultural thing like where you grew up like culturally around you this was a normal thing it seemed like um I like mean, your, in your neighborhood or whatever like I mean I grew up here in the U.S. but I just right I, but I, I, like 
you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. like for me growing up, like it, it would not be uncommon to see some kid get snatched up and, and beat um, because they disobeyed or something like that. Like culturally, that was a normal oh. thing within that culture that I grew up in, you know? Um, I think but, it, it may have been a little bit normal, but not, um, cause I know I had some friends too who are in the same background as me, Filipino, and, um, they weren't ne getting nearly as much of the same gotcha. thing that trauma that I went through. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not even talking like, you know, nationality background or anything. Uh, like when I'm saying culture, like I'm literally meaning like the, the people around you, like in your neighborhood or, you know, on your street, like you were saying you were seeing it all around you. Like was, was, was it a normalized? Type oh, of oh no, no. So I, I was, I was experiencing it all around me, but um, I was also seeing it all around me at home. So, oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry. I just misunderstood that part. I understand now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a little yeah, yeah. slow sometimes, you know, you gotta. Oh no, you're good. Sorry. <laughs> it is, it is via, you know, internet. So some things might lag or not pick up, but anyways, yeah. So, um, like I said, the trauma started surfacing and, um, if you know a lot about like human psychology or things like that, emotional wounds is a mm -hmm. huge thing that started, uh, becoming a huge thing that I noticed. I noticed like patterns happening of just self-sabotage and my goals, relationships, some um, the things, the goals that I was trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. None of it was making sense. None of it made me happy, no yeah. matter yeah. how much I tried um, to reach a goal. Even if I got to the end of the goal and achieved it, I wasn't happy at the end of the day. So like after realizing all of that, hitting rock bottom, I was I had to sit down with myself and like really yeah. get real and clear and call myself out on my pretty much my bullshit take my head out of my ass and say like look you're still not happy what is wrong mm -hmm. so I did a lot of inner work um, and this is stuff I talk a lot about on my own podcast mm -hmm. um, but I did a lot of inner work through healing through personal growth self-love a lot mm -hmm. of that stuff um, meditating journaling uh, just surrounding so, my oh go ahead like from the outside like you were achieving you were doing great things but like and people probably looked at you and were like, man, you're, you're doing great, you know, and um, reaching yeah. goals or whatever. But on the inside, you, you were not even close I've, to being together. No, yeah. <laughs> no. Like yeah. it looked like I had my shit together and people were like impressed and saying, good job. Congrats. You're doing amazing. And inside I just like had so many things off. Everything yeah. fell off. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so started doing the inner work and I would say about eight months after that, uh, after doing, starting inner work stuff, I started Savage Bay while I was at my corporate job. 
and then well, the corporate um, job what are you still doing it oh yeah no i'm not um i was a revenue analyst for a vacation rental company so did oh, a lot of like numbers analytics yeah math stuff See, you're still <laughs> smart you're still smart i can't do any numbers i don't know oh <laughs> well and i guess it does help in the business now so that's nice yeah, um, yeah no kidding yeah. So I started Savage Babe and my vision was to help women and empower them in some way. And I wasn't exactly sure yet, like how I wanted to empower them, but I knew I wanted to help women. Like that was something that was, I don't know, ever since I was a little girl, I knew I wanted to help people. I just wasn't exactly sure who it was I wanted to help. But then as I got older, it the vision became more clear that it was women that I wanted to help. And I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to help them with, but now I do know. Um, okay. But it's now with Savage Babe, um, helping women who were basically where I was mm. feeling stuck, um, unsettled in life. Maybe they're in a shitty job that they hate. Maybe they're in a relationship that doesn't feel right. Maybe um, they're living in an environment that just, doesn't feel right as well. Anything that's out of alignment with mm -hmm. their true purpose, their true happiness, um, and who they are, like that's who I help now is help women to kind of find find that place. And so, as I was doing inner work and I had started Savage Babe, um, I finally, I finally grew the lady balls to. <laughs> break away from that job, which was something that was a goal of mine since the day one that I started the job. Yeah, like I yeah. knew from day one that I didn't want to be there, but I was so yeah. desperate to, you know, be good enough and say I had this really fancy job that paid me well, because it did. I mean, for a while, it helped me get my own car. It helped me buy my own house. Mm -hmm. um, I was able to say I did all these things, but at the end of the day, like I said, I wasn't happy. Yeah. Uh, finally left the job um and i went into savage bay full time really worked hard to get the business off the ground and running more to the point that like we made enough that was close to what i was making at my old job which was crazy just yeah. only in the second year um that's huge yeah yeah it was it was actually like surprising <laughs> but uh -huh. Uh -huh. um so here we are now and we literally like have this amazing community that I I'm just so grateful for and most days I'm like shocked still that we yeah. have all these women who support what we do um and right. Let, let's yeah, go, go back ahead. just a second like um so you you were seeking help you know um you you're what 20 26, you hit rock bottom and then, then you started kind of um, working on your insides, you know, what, whatever kind of therapy you chose on that or, or whatever. Um, and then Savage Babe was birthed somewhere in there at the same time. Like, like take me back to that, that timeline, like, um, like your work on yourself and this was an outpouring or an expression of the healing that you were experiencing through therapy or, or something like, like how, how do those kind of line up right there? Like I understand like wanting to empower people, but like, where did that come from inside you? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, yes. So as I was doing the inner work, 
Mm -hmm. Um, so when you do inner work, you get really, you get more clear on like your vision and your purpose. Yeah. Um, and you also get better at trusting yourself and Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to do the things that you never thought that you were capable of doing. Um, I always wanted to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. I, I started to realize like being my boss is the literally the only answer for me. <laughs> like I couldn't see myself working for anybody for the rest of my life. Um, and I, and I also knew I wanted to help people. So I kind of just took action on it by trying out a clothing line. I, you know, I didn't really understand if this was a thing that was going to work or if it was because while I was also starting the clothing line, I also started a coaching business online as well. And I was also trying out part-time, um, one-on-one training coaching. Realized, um, during the first year of Savage Babe that coaching just wasn't for me. Like I just, don't want to do it because um, it's not something that I thoroughly enjoy. Sure. Uh, so I basically threw that business out. Like I, we spent a lot of money on it too. Like I got a, a, I got a business coach for the coaching specifically and we put a lot of money into ads and stuff. I lost, we did lose a lot of money from that part of the business mm-hmm. um, and then realized like that wasn't what I wanted. And I, I really, really enjoyed building the community, building the brand, making designs for shirts and stuff. Um, I did forget to mention that part of my childhood, I was very uh, creative. Like I love drawing, painting. Mm -hmm. I love crafting um, because I lived in a very strict household. I couldn't do a whole lot. So either I was drawing and um, creating things in my bedroom or I was outside riding my bike or in the woods just adventuring. So those were the two things that I like love to do the most. Um, And then I took, I took basically my passions and turned it into a business with the clothing line. Uh, So, so was that a, was that a healing process as well to you? putting putting stuff out like that like things that you created things that you were passionate about like was that yeah cathartic I think for the, you mm-hmm. I think that the up to this point since I started the brand um it's really been a trend the brand has transformed as I transformed as a person mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so the more I continue to work on myself as a person um the clearer and clearer the message that Savage Babe becomes and the stronger the community grows, I notice. Um, It's just really powerful, like, when you really work on yourself and get clear on what you want out of your life and what makes you Mm -hmm. happy, turning those things into what you do for a living um, creates a really amazing um, business. Yeah. yeah. So so funny enough, I don't know if, um, but the episode before last that Roy was on Roy Mangrum. Um, we got, I, I had him go through all of Barbell Voodoo's history, like, like where, where it came from and stuff and how it was birthed was um, not only this nagging feeling that he needed to do it, but like his, his first shirt um, was impossible with the I am X'd out in a red X. And it was a black mm-hmm. shirt, white letters with the, with a red X. And, um, and the second one, 
I don't remember the second one, but it was something similar. And what it turns out was like, that was the message that he needed to see in his life, like coming at him and seeing it. And, and somehow like without him realizing it, he produced these, these shirts and this, this kind of like, um, and it came out of like not having athletic clothes for bigger guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, cause he's, he's a, he's a big, strong power lifter guy. And, uh, and, and so he wanted comfortable, cool clothes, like everybody else, like rogue doesn't make, you know, shirts for big guys, which is always funny when they have like strong man shirts that go up to like two X and you're like, you expect strong men to wear those? Cause they <laughs> two X. Um, yeah. but that's a whole nother thing. But, but like it, it, it's similar to what you're saying. Like it, it, it came out of this, this whole thing of like, this is a message that like I need to hear in my life. Um, and, and, and to see it out there and to be a part of it, maybe help others who need to hear it as well. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. 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 I I think that's beautiful. Um, it's more than a business, you know, it's, this is is my heart that I'm putting out there that I get to share with you, you know, like that's a pretty intimate and wonderful connection that you get to have with people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's you pretty much nailed that. It's, it's basically (laughs) what that is, is I'm really like, oddly and strangely connected to this brand in a much deeper way than it just being a business. This is like truly like my passion. Um, and people think I, I have a lot of close friends who say I work too much. Some of them are like, you're like fucking Elon Musk. I'm like, I'm not even close, but I do work a lot. And sometimes I do burn myself to the ground working, but I fucking love it. Like I just, people say like, you shouldn't work that much. And sometimes I, I, I'm like hard on myself. Maybe I shouldn't, but at the end of the day, I'm like, but I really enjoy this. So why does it matter? Right. Right. I mean, and and that's the difference. I mean, you have 80% of America who hates their job. Yeah. And and so to look at somebody who's pouring their life into their job, they're going, that's a waste of your life. But if you're doing something you love, and you're passionate yeah. about then it's actually like you living your best life yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and, I get that. yeah and i don't know so but that's what i'm i'm still i'm still trying to figure that out too like am i really burying myself in my work so i can avoid other things that i don't want to think about but at the same time like but i really love my work so i don't know I don't know. We'll find out. (laughs) I'd say if your relationship starts deteriorating, you might want to rethink it. That's what, that's what usually my marker is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I should work less and spend more time with my, my friends because they'll probably be around a lot longer than my, my work. (laughs) That too. Hopefully. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so now you have, man, how many full-time employees do you have then? Oh, we don't have any full-time employees. You're we, not one? We just do part-time, yeah. Um, You're not full-time? Well, I guess I am. <laughs> I no, never count I'm... myself. Sorry, I forget <laughs> that we... <laughs> I forget the full-time people are full-time. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Yeah, so we work... I don't know how much we work. Honestly, I've never really logged it, but it must be like... I would say not do it. Don't do it. You don't, <laughs> don't do it. No. Don't find out. Don't look at yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Being, sorry, all my animals are just. There's another the animal. Yeah, I was like uh, I've logged a couple of cats. I think two cats. Have I seen two? Yeah. Yeah. Now there's the. Husky. Now there's a dog. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll are you are later. you tracking this? I am. I am. Oh. I'm always interested in animals, and then when the dog came by, I was like, "Ooh, a dog." Bella, my dog, has made many appearances on the podcast, even though it's not a video podcast. 
Um, she often barks or will make noise and walk through the hardwood floors. Because a lot of times, like, I'll record at, like, my dining room table or something. Depending on who's in the house and what the girls are doing and stuff, my, my wife and the girls. And, um, but, yeah, she often makes an appearance. <laughs> Aw, cute. Um, it sounds like you guys are, are killing it. I mean, it's awesome. Oh, gosh, yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I I haven't talked about all the downs. I've only been talking about the ups. But now, uh, now anyone... when you start a new business, it's all ups. There's no downs. <laughs> what you're talking about, like it's it's easy. Oh god! Right? It's like I... it's like marriage. Like it just happens, and ha- happily ever after. That's it's just that like you don't even have to happen. try. Just yeah, kidding. you don't. Have to, yeah, you, you wake up and it's just great. You know. Like, no no but real yeah no for anyone <laughs> listening like that that's definitely not the case it's um it a lot more downs trust me i've had my fair days of sh- crying i still do it's just like one of those yeah. things it's a roller coaster for sure and if um if you're emotionally like i guess the inner work has helped too because all the inner work helps me stay a little bit more grounded when yeah. like chaos happens because a lot of what has happened in our business can you you know it can make or break someone sure absolutely losing huge big business deals like oh like last not last year yeah 2019 early 2019 we were promised twenty thousand dollars so i spent a shit ton of money on events getting more clothes knowing that the money (laughs) would come hired someone to start working for us and then and then that that business those business deals never went through so like mm. you know shit just happens um, yeah you, yeah. Just, you learn and you know yeah you have to just kind of learn to figure out okay this happened let me logically think about this what can i do to fix it moving forward what can i do today and just go day by day you know yeah yeah yeah. So what are, what are three big lessons you've learned over the last couple of years with your business? Number one. <laughs> Write down contracts, number one. <laughs> I definitely did start doing, yeah, I do that for everything now, even for That's women right. that, yeah, model for us, like volunteer mm-hmm. modeling for our clothing. We do contracts now. Yeah. But um, I think I learned that my first year of business. Okay. Um, this year I learned don't count your eggs before they hatch because you never know if they're gonna be dead yeah yeah. (laughs) so definitely like just because someone is super super nice and promises you something do not like literally count it until it has actually been done there's a contract and like action has Mm. been taken and you can it like especially if like funding is being promised if it's not actually in your bank account do not count it <laughs> right yeah yes yeah i agree with that but yeah con yeah write down contracts don't count your eggs before they hatch and let me think number three learn to find a balance with work and life like relationships and um having fun and doing things for yourself, taking care of yourself. Um, if you're someone who likes to travel and that, that really fills you up, make sure you do it. Like don't find yourself saying excuses like, Oh, there's no money. I don't have money for it. Or I don't have time. Like mm-hmm. literally plan it, make it happen buy that ticket and just, just do it. Um, I think that, yeah, like, like I said, 
building a business can you can get really wrapped up and absorbed and just obsessed with it to the point that you you literally stop talking to everyone i mean i lost a lot of relationships because i got so absorbed in business and the last like several weeks i've been not weeks but maybe the last couple months before 2020 came i that really hit me and I've been um, working to try to repair some of those relationships mm. with friends yeah. and family um, because I, I really, I did regret it. Like time, time's really short and you don't know how long you'll have with people. Mm-hmm. So make sure, sure to like, yeah, nurture the people around you and take care of yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's very good. I've uh I've learned, I've been better at that in my 40s than I was earlier in life. Awesome. Uh, yeah, sometimes it takes time for us to learn it. Yeah. 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 I uh, a friend posted something about like the you know the decades of like in your 20s and in your 30s what things are like and in your 40s they're like you actually finally figure out who you are <laughs> and are okay with it. Like yeah. that's the big learning lesson. Yeah. And I and I've totally found that to be to be true but uh but yeah, you know, the things that I value are of paramount importance to me a lot more than um, other things that I spent a lot of time and effort towards when I was younger, for sure. Yeah. But, it's a hard lesson too, you know, but yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Well, it's all, you know, it's all part of life. I mean, it's just things you learn along the way and, it, and it's important things that you need to learn along the way that you, you, you don't believe if somebody tells you or you don't go. Yeah. You know, you don't understand that as truth until you've been through it and you're like, okay, yeah. But there's no way I could have avoided that because I wouldn't have believed you anyways, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of a neat thing. Well, yeah. uh, let's take uh, a little bit of break and then uh, we'll come back and jump into the brand and what you guys have going forward. Does that sound good? Yes, sounds good. Great. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals. And they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Yeah, let's get back. All right, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that uh, sponsor break by one of our illustrious sponsors. Um, Paleo Works or NutriShop. You're welcome. Anyways, um... (laughs) So first things first, uh, I need to know two things before we get back into your brand and stuff. Um, first, uh, the two cats. What what are what are their names? Oh, this is. Oh my a, gosh! There's one in your lap. Where did that come from? She jumped as you were saying <laughs> that. Isn't that ironic? It is ironic. This is Zed. She's the grandma of the house. I've had yeah. her the longest. She's like the OG pet. She looks um, like she's like she's got some years. Yeah, yeah she does. My black cat is Zeke. 
he's like three years younger than her. Zeke and, and what was her name? Zed. Z- Zeke and Zed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just, I, I, I was like, maybe I just misheard that, but yeah, it's Zeke and Zed. Yeah, I know it's funny how that's the dog's out. name. Um, Ghost and Samus. Oh, you have two dogs? Yeah. Oh, I've only seen one walk by. Oh yeah, he hasn't came in. No, the okay. white one hasn't come in. That one's the ghost, I guess. Yes. <laughs> okay, and because the... it kind of looks like Ghost from Game of Thrones. Oh, all right. And yeah. then the husky is what was that his name? Her name is Samus. Samus. He, yeah, but we call her Sam. You know Samus um, from um, that old school Nintendo game, Metroid. Oh, yeah. Japanese I never, I never, video game. I never played that really well, though. Oh, no I really worries. sucked at video games. Like, I grew up, like, when they were coming out. Like, I had a Sega and, like, an Atari. Like, I started out on Atari. Snap. Yeah. And so, like, literally, like, grew up as they were coming out, and I sucked at them. Oh, no worries. Well, yeah, she's named after a female superhero off one of those games. Yeah, she's Metroid. Like, that's the, yeah. that's the person's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which people thought was a dude for a so dude, long. A dude, but she's, it's a woman. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Boobs. I know about it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, the, the bit count was so low, like, you couldn't tell anything when it first came out. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't great. Um, it was only when as game systems, like, progressed, they're like, oh, okay. It's um, true. It was hard to tell. Um, all right. So I'm glad we've gotten the important things covered. We now have <laughs> the animal names. So yeah. I feel really good about what things have transpired so far. All right. So this brand. So if you were to um, like scrunch down what you want this brand to do in the lives of people, what would it be? Uh I want it to empower people to live their best life. Mm. That was easy. It's it's very generic. I know it sounds like every other brand, but there's a lot (laughs) more meaning behind it. But yes, basically in the essence of it, that is what I would say. Why do you feel like, uh, because I mean, your target is women. Like do guys buy the clothes? I don't know. I don't know. Is it... Surprisingly, guys have been buying the 90-day guided journal that I just oh, cool. came out with. So that's I mean, it's, and it's I, 2020. I can't pass yeah, that judgment. I have no idea what that No, is. it's a good thing. I was actually really happy to see that. And okay. um, I see that guys watch our stories all the time. So I'm really happy that there are that many for who are. Reasons. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't post <laughs> a lot of news or <laughs> any news, really. <laughs> I don't care, man. Any girl that has any skin on Instagram, like, has one million followers. I'm telling oh, you. It, it, and I'm like, come on, guys. Like, the whole social media. I mean, influencer. honestly, I'm a little jealous. I'm going to start showing more skin on my personal one. Maybe I'll get some more followers. But I mean, you know, whatever. No judgment. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have other opinions about that, but let's not get into details. <laughs> I bet our opinions would probably line up. But anyways, the uh, I feel like that's true. Just our short time together. Probably. So, all right. So what, golly, I got so lost on that. I had a really great question to follow up on that. And, and, and I totally got lost on the tangent of like terrible guys that are out there. Anyways, um, sorry. Um, so predominantly, you know, geared towards girls, girls uh, are picking up the clothes. They want to live their best life. So what is it? What do, what do they need to hear 
to live their best life? Like, what are you giving them to live their best life? Does that make sense? Like, like when you make an article of clothing, when you have a design, when you have what, whatever you're pouring into it, you're pouring into a message. Like you're, you're giving a message to these women who are picking this up. What, what kind of things are you trying to tell them? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Some of our clothing, um, some, I mean, there's sometimes we have phrases on our clothing of the type of messages I want them to, to see, or sometimes it's just like, it's an icon that I put put together that's symbolic of a message. Um, but it's like, uh, empowerment, self-love, um, being strong, um, doing uh doing the things you want to set your mind to uh our our logo is the pineapple which i mm-hmm. haven't really talked in depth about but it's the pineapple Ooh, tell me tell me about that because i have i have some other cultural uh things about pineapples that i that i've heard in our in our world and and they're different than probably what you your pineapple means <laughs> Yes, yes. So that, can there, I be more weird about that? I don't know no, if I could. No, you're pretty, good. Pretty awkward of a thing, but <laughs> no. I mean, the, the pineapple represents a lot of different things for different people. But um, for Savage Babe, it does. I don't know if you've ever seen that meme or that quote that says, "Stand tall, be sweet on the inside, wear your crown." Um, the pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I, so I'm that's catching. what it means. Yeah. yeah, but at the end of it, I added um, and never round your your edges because you mm. know how pineapples are kind of rough. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so never like round them. Um, huh. So that's what the pineapple means for our brand. It's just like, like a representation of someone standing tall, always staying humble and kind, which is the sweet on the inside. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Wear your crown. Yeah. Yeah. Wear your crown. So treat yourself like you're good enough to be in this world. Like you're, you fucking owe it to yourself to be the best version of you. And then, um, never rounding your edges, like just never trying to conform to conventional ways of living or society or trying to be somebody for someone. Yeah. Yeah. You be you, you know, bumps and bruises and all. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, love yourself for who you are. Yeah. yeah. Quit using filters in your life and live your life, yeah. right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> All the filters can be fun sometimes. I know. Like, I like filters. If, you're, if your intention is that you're using filters to hide the fact that you think you're unattractive, then that's a bad way to use a filter. <laughs> wait a minute. If- like, wait a minute. Like, that's the only reason I use filters. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're like a terrible schlub. Like, can we, can we find some lighting that works better for this? That's, that's all I use filters for. What are we supposed to use filters for if it's not that? What are you talking about? It's supposed to be creative and artistic. Oh. And that's what I think oh. when we use filters. But <laughs> Oh, man. But you know, it's always the intention behind doing something that matters the most. So sure, sure. I'm like, I want to crop that and make that, <laughs> make that darker, lighter. <laughs> about black crop, and white, it always I looks good. I want to crop my big forehead out of this. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. Like you know, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so that, I should be artsy. I shouldn't be. Uh, yeah i shouldn't be trying to make myself look different that's really ultimately what i want to do anyways yeah that's a different way of looking at filters i don't know i really think that's super positive as opposed (laughs) to my view of filters (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I try to be positive. <laughs> you know, gosh, that makes me rethink yeah. my Insta game now. I gotta, yeah, right. I've taken like a year off of Instagram, really, um, on Sometimes a couple accounts. S- like I run yes. like five accounts, and so Holy. I usually do two at a time that are decent. Like I can do two, but anyways. So That's I start. I've restarted my my uh, my other one. Um, I have two personal, and then like some work ones. Um, it's okay though. I have a lot of Instagram accounts too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I figure people like I went on a significant fitness journey in my life a couple of years ago, and so like I started a different Instagram to just focus on that because mm-hmm. I didn't figure people in my personal life cared that cared. much, honestly. Yeah. And and like they would be like, will you stop posting all this fitness stuff? Um, so I made a separate uh, one. So I'm trying to be better at allowing people to be a part of my life again on social media. But nice. I guess we'll see. I took like <laughs> a year off. I don't know. It's okay. Um, so that I mean, I think that I think that's wonderful. Um, you know, more more advocates um for for women, I think, is important. Um because as much as people want to believe like things are different and that women are equal to men, they're still not treated that way. And, mm-hmm. and I think the more empowerment that we can give that and more voice we can give that is, is still super um, important. Um, so I love it. I think it's great. Um, so tell me about, you know, year two is coming up on the 12th. This podcast will come out after that. So you will officially be two years old. Um, yes. by the time it comes out. And so like, what's, what's, uh, what's the significance of that? What does that, what does that have to do with going forward and everything? What do you, what do you got cooking? Bigger goals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ex- bigger goals, expansion, um, more brand awareness, more events. So this, this third year we're heavily focused on being out there more versus okay in our dwelling <laughs> so like most of you your first two years have just been like online um social media type stuff and yeah and, and a few local events we traveled okay, cool. a little bit but it wasn't like we did huge expos i mean the arnold yeah. in march 2020 is gonna be our biggest event we've ever done that's so, a huge one yeah yeah um and then we have we have a strongman comp like competition thing that's gonna be happening end of this month that we're vendoring uh we're so we're gonna be at that and then I think there's supposed to be like 800 people at that one and then we're doing a girls day out expo February and then March we're doing the Arnold and then May I think uh, I can't remember what the name of the expo is but we had another one lined up I don't know we have like every two months or one yeah. month we have something co- going on like that's cool where we physically need to be present mm-hmm. which is cool because mm-hmm. I'm excited to actually be there to meet people in yeah. real life um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, like Barbell Voodoo is out nearly every weekend at a different place, sometimes multiple places during the weekends um, wow. during heated times. I mean, we do a lot of CrossFit events, um, like we've been at the games last couple of years, um, CrossFit games and Arnold last year. And so there, there's been a, a lot of uh, a lot of booth time. But, that, you know, Roy and Jeremy and everybody that goes along with that does an expert job. I mean, their booth is usually mentioned as wanting people to come back because it's so much fun and it's exciting and Aww. um 
but they've got it down to a T and, and I, it's just fun to be out and like talk to people and get to know their lives and get to know what's driving them and why that shirt is important to them or um, why they resonate with, you know, like your brand so much. I mean, it's all not to be self gratifying, but just to be a part of their lives that they've joined to be a part of yours, you know, yeah, like there's yeah, this yeah. reciprocal thing. There's something, yeah, better to, I don't know, something about meeting people. It's more personal. Mm -hmm. um, you, I feel like when I'm online, people don't get to know the real me. They think I'm just like this badass bitch boss, yeah. but I'm like, I'm just like savage. you. If you meet, yeah. If you meet me in person, I'm really just clumsy, quirky, dorky, <laughs> weird. I laugh yeah. really weird. Like I'm just like everybody else. Do so. you? Do you laugh weird? Like yeah, I do. I'm not like, gonna laugh. Well, I mean, yeah, you can't fake that. But I mean, like, is it like a cackle laugh or is it like a, a bubbly laugh? Like, what kind of what kind of laugh is it? That's weird. It's like a duck laugh. You know? What? What does that mean? A duck laugh? I'm not what is, duck like you quack? On like you're here. like <laughs> Like it's kind of like that. Like oh, close. Uh, okay. So okay. All right. That makes sense. You, uh, yeah. Yeah, so like yeah, it'll be Poppins, nice. They have the song about okay. the laughing. The, the, uh -huh. the, yeah, I don't remember that. I've and seen some people Mary explode Poppins. and they're like, ah, you know, it's kind oh, of. Oh yeah. Maybe. We should watch Mary Poppins. I love Mary Poppins. It's been a while. House of Girls. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, um, but Bert sings it. Just in case you want to look it up, YouTube. Who? Bert. You know Mary Poppins, the chimney oh. sweep. Bert? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Gosh. I, I don't even know you anymore. The chimney sweep guy. No, that <laughs> one was my one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. The new Mary Poppins is phenomenal, by the way. Oh, Anyways. I didn't know they had a new one. Yeah, there's a new one. It's it's absolutely glorious. But anyways. Check it out. Saving Mr. Banks is out there too. It was totally different, but really good. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about you. Um, so you're uh, people think if they don't know you that you're a savage babe and hardcore, but they really don't know that you're just a down to earth, clumsy, funny laughing. Yeah, lady. I would say um, my bestest friends who knew me before Sav I even created Savage Babe. I'll say I'm just crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm just fun and crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Well, cool. Um, so you're getting out more in 2020. You're going to be doing uh, some events like once a month or so. And then what else you got on the horizon? Oh, yeah. We have our, like you said, um, it's our end of our two-year yeah. anniversary. So we just came out with little pre-orders right now for our okay. two-year anniversary collection. We have like six items mm. up there. Um, it's mostly shirts and then a fanny pack. Uh, and then we nice. got a, yeah, it's really super fun stuff. Um, and then we have, of course, several launches coming up throughout the year. And then hopefully, you know, we will meet some, I don't know, investors. That's my goal anyways, is mm -hmm. I hope, hopefully we can meet. And even if we don't, um, I have some financial benchmarks that I'm, hoping to hit because uh, mm -hmm. you know the food's not gonna pay for itself so <laughs> I gotta make a living out of this <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I understand that so yeah. what 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 big audacious dream do you have like for investors 
Like what, what's the, what's the pitch? Oh gosh, I don't have a pitch yet. I'm oh, currently okay. working right. on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't but, know if you maybe had an elevator pitch you could share, like, you know, like, cause I mean, you're, you're going for investors. You got some kind of audacious dream that you're trying to. Trying oh to yeah. I know the dream. Yeah. The dream's huge, but, um, I don't know how to assemble the pitch yet. I need gotcha. to, I am working with a few people to put that together over the next few months. Mm, so. Very good. Very yeah. Good. All right. Well, what else you got? Anything else going on? As if that's not enough? Like, Gosh, well, like I said, continuing to grow Savage Babe, um, yeah. growing the ambassador community. We are currently, oh yeah, in the process of bringing in new ambassadors. So applications are currently open and they are going to be open until January twenty. 5th or 29th so okay. it'll say on um yeah. our so website is that is that for um like what do you get as a part of that do you do you i mean like what do you oh yeah yeah so you get some free swag you get a personal 20 percent off code that you can mm -hmm. use unlimited you get a 10 percent public code that people can use mm -hmm. um you get to be a part of our events so and photo shoots for new launches if you are local like depending where you are and where we are if it's possible then you know you get to you get that opportunity as well to work with us yeah um more one-on-one -on -one. and um like the arnold so mm -hmm. we have we have seven or eight ambassadors who are coming to the Arnold with us. And so what I, as a thank you for them coming um, and spending their, their money to like buy a ticket to come out there, I told them like I would pay for like two to three nights of an Airbnb for them. Mm -hmm. um, and then also give them a booth shirt and some swag. So yeah, yeah. that's what, um, those are kind of the perks. And then every, every time we have a new launch, I like to sneak gifts into my ambassador's orders, mm -hmm. just free little gifts and stuff. So just like to say thank you. So yeah, you get, get a lot of, um, and a lot of support too. We yeah. like, we shout you out a lot on our, our social media mm -hmm. pages all the time. Like a lot of our ambassadors get a lot of, um, their own personal brand shouted out right as well yeah so how about how many ambassadors do you um have at one time um it's the team's growing as we grow uh so when we first started a lot of our ambassadors the very first year that we were on are mm -hmm. not no longer ambassadors i think there's okay. only two of them who are still yeah. ambassadors then we went and did a sec another round last the second year and we now have like nine ambassadors but two probably fellow fell away like there are times when people leave and then also times where we have to tell people to leave because they're not doing their part so yeah, yeah, yeah. that i want to make clear because um sure. we're very also strict ish Sure. Just because there's a, there is a lot of like perks of being an ambassador for us. So I don't like, it's some people take advantage of that. Like yeah. they just want the free stuff, but they're not willing to do the work. So right. And, that's just and it's a cost fair. to you. Like you're, yeah. you know, it's a cost to you. It's not a, 
free thing. Like, Oh, I got some free shirts sitting around. Like, you know, yeah. all shirts cost money, you know, and yeah. all clothing items cost money. And so exactly. Uh, it's important that there's a ROI on both sides, you know? Yeah. That there's like that trade off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you promote us and consistently promote us and support us and we'll consistently do the same. Yeah. So, um, and so this ambassador round, we're wanting to bring in like 15 more women to the team. So, Very cool. uh, and then the summer we're going to be doing another round. So we're doing yeah. two rounds a year now instead of one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what, what we're having to offer right now. We did have an affiliate program, but I'm not no longer doing the affiliate program because, well, I realized I, I probably need to just hire someone to manage that entirely because when I don't do anything, it kind of gets left to the wayside right. and then nothing really happens with it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, those are the biggest things that really stand out to mine. Con- like I said, um, and also just trying to find balance while I'm doing all of this, trying yeah. to make sure I take care of myself in the process because <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a busy year, but I feel like huge things are going to happen. It's so. awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited about it and can't wait to see what happens. Thank you. Thanks so yeah. much. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any other new things going on? Like, I don't want to, I wasn't trying to cut you off, but. Um, other than that, uh, podcast episodes have decreased to two a month instead of four a month. So I used to do like one every week. Right. Now we're doing two like bi-weekly episodes. Yeah. yeah. Because, That's what um, we do. Yeah. Oh, is that what you do too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just way too busy. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. If people want to find you, they need to go to savagebabecollection.com. Yes. Or, yeah. uh, find you on the IG right? Yep. Instagram, Savage Babe Collection. Um, we have a TikTok too, but I don't know. Okay. It's kind I don't of weird. Tic- those things. I don't know about that. Oh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah. I do but... that or Snapchat. I, I just don't understand it. Like it doesn't. Oh, doesn't me either. Anything. We yeah. created the accounts, but I'm just like, I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Facebook? Are you on the Facebook? We have Facebook. Yeah. Savage Babe cool Collection. Thing. And we also have a Facebook group called Savage oh, cool. Babe tribe we have a twitter but i also don't really use it yeah so the savage babe tribe that's where your support network kind of comes in with, with the with women. is that is that the kind of deal or is that it's supposed to be um it's it needs to be managed as well honestly i do most of everything on instagram so mm-hmm. we actually yeah. have way more engagement going on in instagram and we have like two instagram group chat no three three instagram group chats Oh, cool. With like, I think the max is like 30 women or not women, but any like people, only 30 accounts can be in each group chat. So we have them all maxed out. Um, I need to make more. (laughs) I didn't know you could do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, um, I wish you could put all of them into just one because now there are people are separated, which I don't want. Uh, (laughs) But Hopefully down the road, 2021, we finally do our live event. That is something that I've been Ooh, kind of cool. just visualizing. Yeah, I don't, 2021, somewhere like shoulder season, maybe like May or September. Oh, okay. Um, 
but it's basically going to be a huge event that has um, guest speakers who come and speak and do motivational talks. Oh, cool. um, yeah, and then maybe like some workshop stuff where people can do exercises for personal growth and self-love. And then before the event starts, I'm having one of my best friends who's like a yogi meditation facilitator do a session for people who are interested. So, um, and then green juices and kombucha. I know I'm one of those. I am, I am one of those. <laughs> I don't like to put myself in categories, but I do love kombucha and green juice. Unfortunately, yeah. wow, that's good. It's all good stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, very good, Monica. I can't wait to see uh, 2021. See what comes out of that. That'll be cool. And yeah. uh, man, I hope uh, you know. I hope people check it out, and I hope some more ladies get to be uh, a savage babe. Heck yes, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having yeah. me here well thanks for being on and uh we'll talk with you soon yes peace right. bye bye hey thanks for listening to the barbell voodoo podcast on your way out please take time to subscribe if you haven't already leave us a five-star review if you like what you've heard and also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.